Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. This podcast is for you, and I welcome you to come as you are. There is no judgment here, just folks doing everything they can to stand in their power and show up every single day. So if you're looking for inspiration, welcome. If you're looking to level up or to make a change or you just need a minute, welcome. And if you're looking for some perspective on your circumstances, either personal or professional, well, that's my jam. No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are. And this message is for you. Welcome to my village. Welcome to this week's episode of The Rutledge Perspective. And I've got a question for you. Does understanding what victimization looks like automatically make you a victim? Does understanding what institutionalized or systemic racism or otherism looks like automatically make you a victim of those things? In other words, does knowledge actually create a victim? Hmm. Now, you're probably wondering why I ask you these questions on the Rutledge perspective, or maybe not. If you've been following me a long time, you know, I ask these kind of questions. I'm asking you these questions this week because they were questions I asked myself based on something I saw. Of course. So I was looking at Amazon Prime this weekend because I was trying to find something to to watch just as I was resting, relaxing and trying to rejuvenate. And I didn't want to watch my normal stuff um, that I watch over and over and over again. So I thought, let me see what else is out there. And I ran across this, I guess it was a documentary. Um, It was like an interview platform. Actually, I ran across two things. This first one was this interview platform and it was by people who I I absolutely do not follow. We are are diametrically opposed in terms of our position on a number of things. Um, But, you know, it's the Rutledge perspective. And one of the things I always say to you guys is, it's good to listen to other perspectives because you can either solidify or adjust your own. So I thought, Laurel, just it's just a trailer. Just watch the trailer and see. Actually, what I said was, let's just watch this trailer and see what crap they're talking about this time. But I watched it nonetheless and said, Laurel, just open your mind. There may be something good to learn. And in this trailer, one of the things that they said was, and these happen to be people of color, they said, you know, this whole victim thing and understanding, you know, that there's there's issues in the system and talking about that all the time just makes you a victim. Just get over it and stop talking about that stuff and just just do some things. Now, my hackles got up at first when I heard that and I thought how arrogant and privileged and whoa, all of those things, because privilege is not just reserved to people who are not people of color. You know, the fact that I have a house and have a car and I mean, there's a level, privilege has levels, right? Um, so even as a black woman, there are things that I have privilege about um, simply because of the sacrifices my parents made around education and some, some places I've been and some exposure I've had, right? So there's, there's privilege at a multiple multitude of levels. But anyway, I digress. So this idea of, of victimization, I, I kept listening to this trailer and I thought that that's just wrong. That's just wrong. One, those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it. And two, not looking at it and understanding it actually makes you ignorant and knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. 
So understanding what exists in the environment that you're in is powerful for your next move, for how you need to move, for what you need to get done and how you want to accomplish whatever it is you want to accomplish. It's important to understand the lay of the land where you are operating. That knowledge is power. So that's the first thing that happens. Was listening to that and I thought, "Mm, no, no. Then I saw a clip of an interview. I believe it was on Stephen Colbert. It was a long weekend, y'all. I just needed to rest. I think it was Stephen Colbert. And he was interviewing someone that was one of the people um, that's an expert on critical race theory. And he was talking to him about it. And and the question in this little clip was, but, you know, what about this argument that it victimizes white children and makes them feel guilty about being white, being born white? And this person responded by saying, which was I thought was just masterful by saying, "Okay, well, I understand that concern. But critical race theory is teaching about history and the history of slavery. And we should learn about the history of slavery. Slavery did exist. It wasn't indentured servitude. It was slavery. People owned other people. It did exist. And I'm paraphrasing him. But then he said, how about when we're teaching critical race theory and teaching about slavery, one of the things we also teach about is abolitionists. And how about these children, these white children that you're concerned will be ashamed or feel bad because they're identifying with the slave owner. How about they identify with the abolitionists? And I thought, well, now how about that? How about that? Because if you're telling the full story, you're telling all of the story. Freedom riders weren't just black people. There were white people on those Freedom Rider buses that were jailed, that were injured, killed, right? There are people of all colors who fight against systemic oppression and victimization, right? And institutionalized otherness, including all of the isms. There are people of all races, creeds, ethnicities, and colors that fight against that stuff. So those who are saying, don't teach critical race theory because it's going to make all the white kids feel bad about being white. Number one, if I can live it, your child can learn about it. But number two, that's again, taking a very narrow view of what teaching history means. Teaching history means teaching all of history, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And there were people of all races and ethnicities who fought against the craziness, including the craziness we're seeing now. So Understanding victimization does not, in fact, move to the automatic conclusion that you are going to be a victim or have a victim mentality because you understand victimization. That's like saying understanding that there are murderers and rapists and really bad leaders who create hostile work environments automatically makes you a victim of those things. It does not. Circumstances do. Who you run into does. Whether or not the person you're associated with happens to have those tendencies. All of that stuff comes into play. It's not just the mere knowledge that keeps us safe. It's not the mere knowledge that makes you the thing. In fact, it's the exact opposite. That knowledge helps you understand, hmm, 
Laurel, there are still places in Texas you really shouldn't be after dark in 2022. And that's real, you guys. That's real. There's still places you shouldn't be. That's about understanding how to maintain some level of safety. It's not about victimization. That's about the realities of the world that we live in. Those of you who are in organizations, especially toxic organizations, hmm, I know that in this organization, if you speak up and speak truth to power, you may as well forget it. You're not going to get on the next project. You're not going to get the next promotion. All of these things are going to happen. That doesn't make you a victim. That makes you understand the environment that you're in so you can form how you are going to respond. How and if you're going to show up, are you going to stay there? Are you going to decide to go into a different department? Are you going to decide to get a different role? Are you going to speak truth to power and let folks know this is unacceptable behavior? What is your action going to be by understanding where you are and the organization that you're in? And by understanding how that works, what kind of leader are you going to be? Because leadership is about behavior, not about position. Understanding how things work and what victimization looks like actually gives you power to recognize it and to do something different. And, oh, I don't know, maybe to support and uplift and remove the bad situation or remove the people from the bad situation. Being one of only a few in just about every situation I've been in, the weight of that is not lost on me. Because representation matters. If you can see her, you can be her. And so it wasn't lost on me, the power that I had by simply being in some of these organizations at the level I was at. Simply being there, simply being seen. How I showed up, if I showed up, when I showed up. Understanding the impact of my behavior and my presence. And not not being me, because I was always me. But understanding when it was important to modify in order to make sure that the message was heard, right? Because sometimes you've got to assimilate or modify. That doesn't mean changing who you are. That doesn't mean altering your DNA. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do until you can do what you want to do. And if you want your message to be heard, you've got to understand the system in which there may be victimization so that you can then act in a different way that alleviates or mitigates that situation so that you can make the impact you want to make. That isn't selling out. That is being smart and strategic. That is playing chess and not checkers. So victimization does not automatically make you a victim. Understanding the institutions, understanding the way things are set up, understanding the systems that are in place gives you power. It gives you power. I mentioned her last week. If you think about Stacey Abrams, the, the incredible work that she did to get people out to vote, to mobilize. She didn't talk about that all the time. She just moved into action, but she understood the system in which she was operating. She understood the assignment, as they say. She understood the assignment and she took action to make change. She took action to give people voices and to pump people up, right? To let them know that their voices mattered and how to do it in a way that would be successful so that their voice wasn't negated, that they weren't just eliminated or dismissed. If you are in an organization right now, people are watching you. Someone is always watching 
Always. If you have your own business, someone's always watching. What are they seeing? What are they seeing? Are you creating systems that enable everyone to be included? Are you creating systems that enable you to surround yourself with people who are not yes people, but people who are going to tell you the truth, who are going to challenge the status quo, who are going to move everything forward because a high tide rises all boats, raises all boats. Is that the kind of leader you're going to be? Or are you going to be the kind of leader that does surround yourself with yes people that is so fearful of losing power that you'll do anything in your power to control it and to maintain it. Not understanding the impact of that around you on the people that you need to get things done. We're seeing that now where the very, very few have held on so tightly to power and have created these systems that enable them to do so. Gerrymandering, voter suppression, right? Those things that enable them to maintain power, even though they are very much a minority in terms of positioning, very, very much. Understanding that does not make me a victim of the system. Understanding that lets me know where I need to move my energy, how I utilize my platforms. And it's the same for you. Understanding the systems in which you operate gives you power to make change. It's like understanding the rules of the game. What are the rules of engagement? So I know what I need to do to get what I want. Understanding the rules, understanding your environment does not make you a victim, does not give you a victim mentality. In fact, it's the opposite. And don't get me wrong. Victimization is real. Hostile work environments are real. Toxic work environments are real. Oppression racism, genderism, ageism, all the isms, those are real. They exist. And there are people who are truly victims of those systems. There are truly people who are oppressed and held down with the boot on their neck in these systems. That is real. And I am not negating that or overlooking that or saying that doesn't exist by simply saying Understanding the environment in which you operate is powerful, not giving you a victim mindset. I also don't want to swing the pendulum so far to be one of the prosperity preachers, right? Don't be, don't be a victim, be a victor. And at some level that is true, right? It's mindset. Are you going to allow yourself to be victimized all the time? Or are you going to do everything you can to stand in your own power and your own genius and your own wonderful, amazing you to be who you are, everything you are, wherever you are? Or are you going to allow someone else to tell you what your value is? Someone else to tell you what you can and cannot bring to the table. How are you going to show up? But understanding the systems in which you are operating and the systems where you want to show up is critical to your success in doing that. So don't give away your power by burying your head in the sand and not wanting to understand. Don't believe the hype that critical race theory is somehow going to make all of your kids feel other. That's just not true. And if they do, what are you teaching them at home? Because if you're teaching them at home by understanding things broader and being exposed to contrary opinions somehow makes them feel bad or makes them less, that's a problem. You need to look to home for that. And by the way, if there was no such thing as systemic racism, if there was no such thing as unequal playing fields, 
Why are you so worried about being not the majority anymore? Why are you so concerned about holding on to power? If everyone is treated equitably, what's the problem? Why are you worried about the numbers being so low? Because if there's no problem, then there's no problem. I'm just saying. So don't believe the hype, y'all. Go out and learn everything you possibly can. Go get exposed to differing opinions, different perspectives. Understand the environment in which you are operating so that you can move into action to get where you want to be in a way that suits you, right? In a way that doesn't harm others and keeps yourself putting your mask on first and being able to lead the way you really want to lead, to stay in your zone of genius, to show everyone the excellent person that you are, to serve with your genius. Thank you for tuning in for the Rutledge Perspective this week. I would love to hear whether or not you guys think victimization and understanding all the isms and the Asians makes you then one, makes you succumb. I would love to know your perspective on that. Go out, make it a great week. I hope to see you on Fireside on Thursdays. July and August, I'm going to have some really great guests coming on, on the podcast and on the Fireside show. And I hope to see you and have you engage, engage with them, engage with me. I've also got something else coming up that I think you guys are going to love um, that's going to launch here this month. Go out, make it a great day. Sorry, I got the hiccups. Make it a great day. And I look forward to seeing you next week. I'll keep showing up as long as you guys keep showing up. Take care. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or The Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.